Hello and welcome to episode 37 of the FPL Hangover podcast where we raise the bar and lower the tone, all things FPL related. This week, the final double game week of the season has passed us by and we have yet again a triple digit points haul. I can't feel too bad for the man, he's up in the top 20k now, Seamus, my brother, from another mother. How are you doing my friend? Brilliant, yeah, triple, triple digit score. My, what's that? I said that. Yeah, I think I covered that. Is it my second of the season? Did I get one? If you're second in the last few weeks, anyway, you is it? Then it's yeah. my third of the season because I got yeah. one in game week one. My well, yeah. third of the season, so yeah, it's been going well. It was a weird one. Weird one. It was um, a weird. You game were close, though. So you were close as well, weren't you? You got like 94 points or something. Not close enough. Uh, I got 96 and uh, I took a hit. So I would have got over the 100 if I hadn't taken a hit. So that's always a good positive. Uh, yeah, that's always <laughs> you know good. way to look at it. But um, no, it was a bit of a weird double game week this uh, week. Um, a lot of t- like a lot of points came from defense, which surprised me a, a great deal. Um, and a lot of people that you know, a lot of players that people have put their hopes on didn't deliver. And you were the proud owner of one of them. And I think he is one of like outside of you know what I'm gonna say it, son. He was one I was worried about this week. I didn't go into the game with Cameron. Yeah, him. you didn't have him. And uh, surprised you didn't have him because he was uh, I a figured potential captain option. Yeah, I just um, yeah, I just took a chance. I had to take some chances this week, and I thought son was too much of an obvious pick not an obvious pick but it was too easy for me it was like I'm with you 100% in terms of like he was a captain option he was um, someone I was definitely you know behind the proverbial couch when they were playing that's why it was kind of a weird week um, for me anyway I got 113 points in the end I only got two goals and three assists in my entire team and most of my team played twice Yeah. in fact only two of my players played once which was uh, Robertson and Vardy Vardy was one of the guys who got me a goal and he got me three, three points so he got me nine points only two of my players got over ten points into double digits they're both my keeper or they're both keepers yeah so Ederson and Ryan 15 points and 12 points so I felt really good having got Ederson over Lloris because Lloris didn't end up playing that first game so I was very happy with that um Lorente was somebody I could have obviously a lot of people had Lorente if they had Lloris but yeah. it worked out okay I think um, yeah the Ederson thing this week was one of those decisions where like City's anyone that like got City defenders in this week they gained a lot from it um, and it's something I didn't entirely see coming I mean they were playing Spurs and they were playing Man United so I did not expect to you know two clean sheets from both matches um, and Laporte I think he got another Essentially another haul. I think he's got he's on for three bonus points against. Yeah, him. he's on for three here. Um, Ederson got two bonus, I think, in his first game. So yeah. after the first game, he was on nine points. Uh, points, but Laporte got nine points today because he ended up getting three bonus. It's really annoying when a team wins like two nil and then their centre back gets three bonus. Why why isn't uh, Bernardo Silva getting a bonus points there? He played. Pretty yeah, good. I that's a fair point. I mean, I think you go back to your man in the stands days and Bernardo Silva is getting a bonus point tonight. Um, but I think in the run of play and when you look at the fact that it's now all based on stats I mean City defended pretty well and it's all because he's bringing the ball out from the back and he's completing yeah. like over 80 passes or whatever the cut off point is and that gets you so many points and stuff like that do you think he, that's going to be something they'll look at next year 
I think it's something they have to. I mean, do you see Vertonghen got two bonus or got the bonus points? I think he yeah. might have got two or maybe even three. I don't know. It was all Spurs defenders. Like, I think Rose got some. Yeah, some, Ericsson yeah. got nothing uh, for scoring the winning goal like from outside the box with a cracking effort. Like Vertonghen didn't do shit. I mean, like it was Duffy and Dunk that were yeah. making all the defensive headers and clearances. Dunk especially was having a cracker. And if they kept that clean sheet, those guys would be getting the bonus. Yeah. Now they lose, they lose, lose to a goal by Ericsson. And all of a sudden they go, oh, well, we'll give it to the man of the matches. for Dunk. That kind of shit annoys me. But look, I, I just, don't think annoys me because they didn't have him. <laughs> yeah, no, but I get you. I actually don't think it's something they will fix. You were saying they think that they have to look at it. I think it's actually going to get worse. I think like those numbers. Yeah. Uh, are no, I, I actually agree with you because I think it's something they should fix. I don't think it's something they will fix because it was the same last year. And I think it might be in the same this season before. It was definitely like that last year, though. Yeah. Maybe they will bring back man in the stands because that was... Uh, you know, nah. it, this is a that'd be a backwards step, F- though. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, Manassas was already a corrupt institution, so you know, no, I don't think this is a corrupt institution. I just think that oh, you know whatever algorithm that they have for calculating the BPS could be tinkered in a way. Like they're obviously waiting too much on passing out from the back. Everyone knows that in a team dominant with the ball and has majority possession, the centre backs are going to be the ones with the most passes in the game. Well, now that we've fixed the whole game <laughs> uh, we might as well get down to some brass tacks and uh, you said you got 113 points this week I did and that has raised your rank from what to what I believe it was a substantial jump that's a great score yeah it was, uh, it was a great jump uh, this went from what was it 25k at the start of this week I'm now 18k so that's brilliant 7k uh, oh no sorry it was at 30k I made a 12k rank jump but um, I'm up 7k since I played my wild card. So 113 points this week. Uh, I'll break that down in a minute. That's 158 over two weeks. Wasn't We weren't happy with our scores last week. But when I break it down, that's nearly 80 points over the two weeks. Did you look at, uh, you know, the way we were looking at our post-wild card, or like what pre wild card teams last week, would they have continued on this week? Ah, no, I didn't, uh, I didn't look at that. Because, no. I mean, I would have had to play my wild card this week. Um if, if I didn't use it last week so I mean look 158 points over two weeks it's been uh, it's more than made up for the amount of points I lost last week I think I would have got anywhere near it this week um, so yeah up to 18k 12k jump it's just a, it feels a bit a bit bittersweet yeah because I was up to 15k after the first round of games I was on 69 points I had 8 players playing yesterday and I only got 20 points out of those 8 players 7 players really because Mariapa didn't actually even play yeah uh, which was always a risk. Um, then today I had five players and I got, what did I get? 89 to 113. you got to imagine Doherty's points tonight. Uh, yeah. That's got to be a, I think his effective ownership has to be pretty high. Yeah, I could have had Doherty. Uh, I had Bali, but I went with, uh, I went with Bali instead of Doherty purely because I wanted to keep that extra bit of money in the bank so I could get a Liverpool midfielder in for game week 36. And Bali got you some BPs. Uh, he did. He was. Uh, he was. Uh, he did. He was on. No, he just got me the six. He was due for a bonus point or two, and then he lost it, and then he got two points today. So he got me eight points overall. Oh, my he, apologies, sir. Uh, and obviously they were on for a clean sheet today until they conceded there with ten minutes to go. That's not so much of a gripe of mine. Um, but anyway, I'll break. I'll get into a word. So so yeah, that's. I mean, one hundred thirteen points. I can't really give out about that. That's, I can give out. I mean, I, that's that's opened up another... How many points did you say you end up getting in the end? 91? Yeah, exactly. I can give up. Because, I mean, like, that's a pretty... I think it's a great week. Uh, especially, you know, 
where you get inside when you make a 12k rise and you're only already inside the top 50k you know that's a pretty impressive achievement and um yeah no i got 96 points this week but i took a hit of minus four so that you know brings me to 92 i did get a small green arrow uh which brought me up to um so i don't know like like 68, 68 or something like that, yeah, yeah. Like from 73 to 68, I think it was a 5k green arrow. Um, so pushing for that top 50k. Um, I haven't finished outside that in I don't know nearly a decade, so I don't intend on starting that this season. So I'm like, okay, I got something to aim for personally. Yeah. Um, so not too devastated. Mini league wise, you've opened up another I like calculated 15, it. Six, it? 64 points 64 now with three points. weeks to go. So I think I can safely say that my uh, chances of winning that are slim to none they're slim um, but they're not none because we not. both have triple captaincy chips left and if you nail yours and I balls yeah. mine up so, so that could be significant basically the big question for me is whether I focus on the mini league or on my overall rank do you know it's like it's not necessarily the same thing do you know that kind of way it's yeah, like you oh, can kind of do both I can and it's about a, it's a bit of a juggling act but I think if you've got a you know that's sitting on the fence and you got to commit to well what are you actually going to do are you going to for the last three game weeks are you going to try and you know pump up the ranks or are you going to you know kind of capitalize on the fact that you know your rival isn't going to have uh, this player and that's something that not just I'm facing that's something that a lot of FPL managers are facing at the end of the season definitely it's yeah. like do you because I mean a lot of guys are taking this shit seriously they've been playing this for fucking years and they want to you know improve and get better and keep and maintain what they're doing so you know but then there's a lot of people with mini leagues with money on the line as well and that's it's a whole separate issue yeah. Yeah, that's we don't have money on the line in our mini no. league as, it, as if you don't know we have a trophy yeah. that uh, holds a lot of weight the Jeff Stelling Cup the Jeff Stelling Cup and your name is on that trophy more than anyone and it will be even after the season yeah Remember but that. it'll be close it'll be close, <laughs> it'll be close but uh um, you know it's it's a different thing and there is a lot of uh, money riding on it for some people but I you know I'd like to feel that's a bit of a cynical outpour, you know kind of outlook on it um, in the vast majority of players even the ones still kind of clinging on at this stage of the season I don't think uh, they're doing it for money just improve your OR your overall rank and you will you know improve your chances in the mini league yeah. I mean the only thing you've got to look at this way is like you're saying do I focus on my improving your OR or trying to catch me in the mini league mm. well you can improve your OR it just means you probably don't want to get in somebody I have or you know if there's somebody you know I'm planning on getting in yeah but the point is like if you want to catch someone in the mini league you're going to have to make drastic decisions that necessarily like they can spectacularly blow up, blow up in your face like you're thinking about like maybe what taking out Sterling getting in Mane or something like that I'm thinking or? that like yeah I mean anything triple captaining fucking uh, Jimenez against Watford you know, kind of a crazy stupid yeah. shit that's like if you really want to throw your fucking luck at it say it is like I mean like whatever about the 64 between myself and yourself it's like there's lads there that will be going oh there's like 80 points like I'm never catching this guy do mm. I go all in do you know is this my my time do I at least try double up before fucking uh, I get wiped out by big blind maybe I've never I don't think I've ever seen somebody catch up 80 points on somebody in, in three weeks 80 seems a bit high yeah, but yeah I mean I did, look I don't want to bring the podcast down to that, down to that level but um, 
you know, it's definitely something that I'm intrigued in hearing how other people feel about it. It's 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 my favorite part of FPL is that like little bit of psychological balance. Like, where do you actually favor it? Because for some people, as we said, it's bragging rights. For some people, it's money. For some people, it's fucking, you know, your your record. You know, it's a, it's it's an interesting approach, no matter what way you take it. But looking at my team, and we talked about some risks. I took a risk this week, and um, I captain Jimenez. And it's not a risk risk. I mean, I... Yeah, I wouldn't I call it a cap- risk personally because I was like an hour away from captaining him. I, I watched, changed the captaincy so many times. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I decided to go with him. Is you went to Sterling with like 10 minutes to go and I was going... How did you know that? Twitter, bro. You're literally posting it online. It's yeah, like, but I, I, like, I intentionally <laughs> don't post my team until... I was watching it, man. No, you talked about Sterling in a reply to another tweet hmm. about I literally just changed my mind. I was like, okay, so he's going with Oh, Sterling. yeah, but see, I was like... About ten minutes, like ten minutes before yeah. that, I would have went. Well, I've changed my mind the other way. So which maybe way, I got which lucky. way? Which way would it land? You know, like I literally was flicking that back and forth. I yeah. set my team and I went out and I played pitch and putt with my father-in-law and in the car on Who the won? way out, oh, I won. Oh, but yeah. uh, in uh, in the car on the way out, I was Take like, no, 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 just just go with Sterling, <laughs> and it just paid off. Just paid off. Yeah, just about. Um, I think he got uh, very fortunate with his assist tonight. Um, but he also got for you know, non Sterling captains would have got fortunate. He didn't score in the first half. You know, yeah, the he was cor- straight through. The correct, uh, the cor- and it was the same in the first game against Spurs. He was he was straight through as well. So he could have had a monster haul. Yeah. The right captain choice for me this week, as it turned out, was Ederson. Yeah. Who would have got me thirty points? But um, so like, let's uh, compare. You're talking about differentiating, you know, and trying to see if you could possibly make moves immediately. What? Who's your team? Call out your team there so I can just see and compare how different it is going forward for the next few weeks. So, like Where'd you that, get your points? So that was the thing, like where I got my points. So the big decision coming into this week was basically do I bench boost or do I triple captain? And mm-hmm. that was like, again, mini league. Uh, do I try and, you know, capitalize on the fact that I know Seamus doesn't have Salah against Cardiff away. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I triple captain him now or do I bench boost and uh, at the end of it, I decided that my bench boot. You kind of, you know, semi talked me out of it last week. You talked about Cardiff providing, uh, you know, stiff opposition away, Salah, you know, all this away bullshit. And I was like, you know what? He's got a point. And with Huddersfield at home next, why would I not save it till that if I wanted to do it? Do you know that kind of way? So fuck it. Bench boost. I have a, quite a, t- a strong team. And then I went a bit mad. You know, <laughs> in terms of like that was my initial thing. I was like, okay, bench boost, and I went. If I'm bench boosting, I'm gonna have to take some, you know, changes. So Captain Jimenez was my first decision. I was like, okay, he's gonna Captain Sterling. Um, I'll just go Jimenez. He's like a great shout, mm-hmm. and uh, seeing him score or seeing Wolves go three and up in the first half tonight, not, and him not do anything was a shock to me. Uh, yeah, it was a very disappointed one. And uh, you and I are not the only t- two that are shocked with that. I think every time I saw there was a goal going in, there was like, okay, Jimenez got a goal. No, who got the assist? Maybe Jimenez. No, yeah. no, he didn't. And it just went that way. And exactly. Nothing happened. How rare is that to see Wolves scored like three goals and Jimenez not come up on the fucking the you know return sheet? His goal involvement for the team this year must be pretty high. I mean, he must be involved in like forty percent of their goals or something like that. Easy. I would say. Yeah. Uh, so to score three goals and not even have an assist is kind of a bit of a shocker. Yeah, so that was it. But I also took a minus four this week. I decided, and this fucked me because uh, I would have actually got like 11 points without the minus four. But mm. my minus four was basically Ashley Barnes out. Who oh, I saw that. Did, I yeah. saw that. Ashley Damn. Barnes out. That was the big one. Nine point return against Yeah, he got, he got the three bonus. Yeah. So, I, you know what? 
looking back on this season, the that amount of points he got me off the bench yeah. when I didn't deserve it, this is just my just desserts. Do you know, kind of yeah, way. It's yeah. like this is like fine. I can eat that fucking pie. Shove up my ass. Who were Bernie playing? Chelsea. Oh yeah, yeah. Two I remember two. it was somebody um, you weren't expecting returns from. That, exactly. That was that's why I got rid of the content. And it was like, okay, so Ashley Barnes out, Camarasa out, and Lorente and Redmond in. And I thought, you know what? This is one of those things. I was like, I, like minus four. If I'm defending a lead here, or yeah. if I'm just trying to maintain my rank, I'm not doing this. But I was like, fuck it. I know Seamus doesn't have either of these players. Yeah, they could. They're in for something. You even talked up Lorente last week. Yeah, and he was a good shout. I wasn't expecting him to be rested against City. I was actually afraid he'd play against City and be rested against Brighton. But I was far, you know, uh, happier to see it reversed, mm. and very disappointed to see nothing. Um, so three points from him the Brighton game especially was a bit of a shocker because um, I thought he was more suited to that game he's not very good technically in the ball he hasn't got pace you could always see that in the Man City game they'd probably go for like Lucas and Son so those guys are flying mm-hmm. flyers but he's a target man um, yeah so but someone will give the centre backs a bit of hassle with Brighton so yeah, I, thought- I just felt they might just stick with the same strategy that worked well in the, well yeah somewhat well in the, the other game and they did yeah, and they did, but uh, yeah, you knew he was always going to come off the bench and he could be a threat. It was the Brighton game, which was the biggest disappointment, I thought, because you thought there could be two or three goals in there. But Do you know what the biggest Brighton's- disappointment was for this, and I think we both share it, is um, the fact that they scored it all. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I didn't mind Laurent not scoring, but don't have Spurs score with, what, fucking five minutes to go? Was it even less? 88 minutes. 88 minutes, yeah. It was like two minutes to go, and they wipe out a triple Brighton clean sheet for me, double Brighton clean sheet for you. It's like, are you kidding me? So not only does Laurent not do anything, but Brighton concede. And I think that's going to be a massive... Uh, yeah. That was already a point of contention. Like, that's one of my favorite bits about the, having a double game week, is that you get to see people's midweek reaction you know yeah like, they, they, it was very fun being on twitter when when all this happened yeah exactly within 90 seconds there was just clean sheet wipeouts because a lot of people would have had double or triple brighton defense hangover from and, game week 30 you know four yeah and uh, a lot of people would have had west or sorry watford defense and it was within 90 seconds that watford lost their clean sheet as well in yeah. the 90th minute um to none other than no am i getting that right i think you're talking about the watford's Southampton match oh it's Southampton last their clean yeah, sheet excuse me yeah. uh, with 90 seconds to go so a lot of people now you had Valerie who didn't, didn't start either game yeah. which was just desperately unlucky I went with Yoshida who could have had I didn't see the second game now but in the first game he definitely could have had an assist or two so uh, he's very dangerous in the box Yoshida I'm kind but of Yoshida was on for three bonus points last night it? yeah you know, well, he was on for bonus points because I was looking at him he was on for 10 so my defence was like going to be killer and then as well as that Watford obviously lost their clean sheet late on to Huddersfield in the first game so I lost my clean sheet for Mariapa there as well who didn't play the second game so I would have had a class defence it was all defence this week it was me. all defence it was all defence for like the vast majority of points this week yeah but some people had the likes of Delefeu or Jota and people who got that I mm. only got two goals and three assists so out of my 113 points like Ericsson got me a goal and Vardy got me a goal Vardy got me Tree bonus. Vardy was someone I gave you shit for last week, uh, um, and I gave you or even two weeks ago because you you brought him in on your wild card, mm. and it surprised me. And I, I gave you shit about it, and it turned out to be actually a pretty decent move. I was going to make a sideways move, a lateral move to Lacazette this week. Which would have cost your points because he got less. Because he got seven points, I think. But he then, was. yeah, I would. I now I have two free transfers. I did, I was kind of just trusted my wild card team. I was like, look, the wild card team didn't work out well in thirty four. 
I don't need to make any moves in 35. I'll just trust my team. 112, 13 points later, I'm laughing. And now I have two free transfers to try and make moves for Liverpool players. So, I look, if it's too hard for me to get in Salah and Mane, I could just try and make moves for um, two Liverpool defenders or something like that. Go back to Trent. You must be second you got rid of him. He was someone who got a lot yeah. of points this week. I kept Robertson. I kept Robertson because I've had him since game week one. Yeah. But Trent has sneakily become the jumped up to like the third highest defender point scorer in FPL, which is crazy. Yeah, he's on hundred like fifty points. It's like more than Aspilicueta, Alonso, Laporte, all these guys. But like this weekend just gone, he got three bonus points for an assist and a clean sheet. I mean. 11.12. He's taken all the corners. He's so dangerous whipping in balls. Uh, that Cardiff game, as I said, I thought was going to be tighter than I thought. It took a penalty um, in the second half, which Salah wanted to take, but Milner insisted on taking. Oh, really? Yeah, Salah mm-hmm. didn't celebrate after he scored as well. The cameras picked up on it. They all mm-hmm. went off celebrating, and Salah just looked, because Salah's going for the golden boot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and he was kind of, look, we're already 1-0 up. What's the danger? Milner put his foot down, who had only just come on the pitch. Yeah, like that's what I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he just goes, no, I'm the penalty taker. If yeah. I'm not on the pitch, you take him. Give me that ball. Took the yeah. ball off him. Started away. Well, if he scores, you shouldn't say shit. He's an excellent penalty taker. I mean, you have to leave him take him. Yeah, I'm with you. He's been doing it all these But Salah uh, got enough penalties, like at Christmas when Milner just was happened to be out of the team so Salah can go fuck himself yeah I'm with you <laughs> as far as and I'm concerned yeah because you don't have him in your team and that's I that's think, exactly why that's a big talking point coming into game week 36 Liverpool at home to Huddersfield you have to be thinking long and hard about your Liverpool options the fact that you just have Robertson in your team you know, I know you're going to get in at least one yeah I'm getting in uh, I have two ways of doing it yeah. get rid of Vardy and get in Salah which means I would have to downgrade Vardy to someone about 5.5, 5.7 million or something like that. So, And that leaves me with options like the likes of Ings, who's got a nice few games to finish up the season with, but he's too injury-prone. I don't know if I can trust him. I'm looking at Dominic Calvert-Lewin. I'm just looking at Lorente. So these kind of guys, um, I might go for one of those, and then I could get Salah in. There's and who would you trans- be upgrading from to Salah? Ericsson. Ericsson. Uh, okay. The reason I'd be going for Ericsson is he's played a lot of games. They've got a, an important... Champions League semi-final coming up Son is suspended for the first leg so I feel like Son will play mm. at the weekend whereas Ericsson may be rested because uh, they don't have a whole lot of time before their uh, next Champions League game Liverpool conversely have a lot of time Liverpool are playing Friday and I think their next game is Wednesday so they have five days in between and that's something worth noting folks Yeah, we don't want another repeat of game week 34 where I forgot the deadline yeah. was on a Friday yeah. This week, the game week deadline is on a Friday at 7 o'clock. Yeah, so don't miss your deadline this week. Have your team set. Listen to this pod on Thursday evening, Friday morning. Listen to it right now. Just keep listening to it. Yeah. Because if you're listening to us, say it. Oh, this is live? <laughs> yeah, this is live. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. But yeah, you're, you're, you're damn right. There is more of a, a gap between Liverpool's fixtures and uh, Spurs. Yeah. So, so that's the reason why I'd be shipping out Ericsson, because I just think... Uh, he will be more likely to be rested. I think Son is pretty much nailed to play on Saturday. Um, I wasn't sure if Son would play yesterday. You've now freaked me out for Ericsson, by the way. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> I didn't even think of that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm getting rid of Ericsson. I don't need two Spurs coverage. You've got two. You've got Lorente as well. Yeah. Lorente, I'd say, is, is, is nailed to start this weekend against uh, West Ham. Yeah. Uh, so he could still be a good shout for you. So I'm Triple gonna... Captain Lorente, you say? Mm, interesting shout. Uh, well, so I think, I think, though, I will keep Vardy because Vardy's playing Arsenal 
and Arsenal are away and they are terrible away they just got spanked 3-1 by Wolves <sighs> and focusing on the Europa League you talk about differentials between you and me that was another one this week you with Edison me with Leno could have had Edison you know like I have 1.3 in the bank oh Leno was at fault for uh, at least two goals today. was he? yeah Brilliant. one goal Jota's goal went dirt, like straight underneath him and the second goal was uh, yeah it was a corner that was played short and Johnny whipped it in and Matt Doherty headed it Leno came out Missed it completely. Flapping. Yeah, just Darty rose above him. Not Darty. Yeah, Darty and everyone. Yeah. Fuck's sake. It's yeah. good. I mean, I'm happy for Darty and fair play to Darty owners because I had Darty for spells this season yeah, where he was doing him. well, and then there were spells he just did fuck all. So man, I'm kind of happy man. he did. Yeah. He, well, he did nothing. You he was scoring in the FA Cup, but not in the league. You broke my heart, man. You broke my heart when you shot in Darty and I went, "What respect? What <laughs> respect do you have?" No left? respect. No respect. No, Doherty did reward uh, yeah, his owners, even the ones who've persisted with him since game week, you know, early game weeks, game mm. week one. It's like, if you've kept him in your team, because you could have got him in at 4.5. Do you yeah, know? And it's crazy. like, if he's sitting in your team there all season, and you've been like, fuck it, I'm on him. The cunt can get an assist or a goal any minute. Uh, I feel happy for you. Unfortunately, the guy right up my hole in my mini league uh, <laughs> also had Doherty, and I was like, "Oh fuck you, buddy," because he's one of those guys I didn't get him this season. I actually haven't had him all season. I'm yeah, really, yeah, I think it's half the reason why I'm so angry that you're, you know, angry at him. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> how dare you? You know, well, like, no, Do you know how much ang- stress he is causing. I'm more me? angry at Dinya now or Dean now yeah. because I had him in, was doing well. Then he did shite. Then I sold him, and then he did excellent again. Mm. So. He's he's somebody who next season I think is going to be straight on my team. Yeah. Dinya. I mean, I think both Dinya and or Dean. Do we call him Dinya or Darty? I think we call him Dean. He's we Dean. I keep, I keep I keep <laughs> <laughs> I keep calling him Dinya, but Dean. Okay, yeah, I'm going to start calling him Dean. Dean. So, so Dean and Darty, I think next season are going to be five point five each. Oh, interesting. I think Dean could be more expensive. Think Dean could be six, maybe. I think he could be six. Yeah, yeah, he could be. He's on free kicks. Yeah, he's he's pretty cool. And I don't want to get bogged down uh, too much into next season because one of the things I'm looking forward to with wrapping, you know, this season up, regardless of points and where you finish and I finish, is that, you know, I'm looking forward to a fucking review episode. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm already looking back and just gonna go. Oh, these are the things that you know I've spotted this season that. You know, looking back in hindsight, it's like, how did we not see that? Or how did we see this? You know, all this kind of bullshit. It's like, that's the best bit of the FPL, is looking yeah. back and kind of reflecting on it. But um, not dwelling too much on the past. we got to look forward to game week 36. And uh, you're, you have your Liverpool conundrum uh, to decide. You're going to have to try and get some Liverpool players in. I think we've already talked about it a lot, but Liverpool versus H- Huddersfield's Man City beating United tonight you know puts them back on top so Liverpool can't afford to even think about taking their foot off the pedal for a second if you ask me so I think that no. nails um, all of the big names and there's a sufficient gap between their last Premier League game I think there's five games between whoever uh, their Cardiff game yeah. and Huddersfield so they have plenty of time to rest and then there's another five games for the Barcelona game I don't see too much rotation not when they're going for it in all fronts not Salah, from the not from the get go yeah Salah, but, Salah will certainly start um, I guess Mane and Firmino are a slight chance of risk but I don't think they're. I think they'll both start I think there's a very very low chance they won't start the one person who may be rested is Trent mm. that was another reason why I suck at Robbo be, uh, in my wildcard team because I just thought look Trent is more likely to be rotated now that Gomez is coming back and Milner can play right back as well 300% but 
I think if you have Trent, even if he like is dropped or rested for one of their final three games, he could probably still score the same amount of points as Robbo in that time anyway, because he's probably more likely to get an assist or attacking returns. Sidebar next season, <laughs> Robbo or Trent? Who gets more points? Think about it quick, gut instinct, go. Dead air. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Who gets more points? Yeah, quick, just go. Who gets uh, more points next season? I don't know. They get around the same, I think. I'm going to go Robertson just because you sat in the fence. Yeah, you I automatically think get. I think we about the same. Uh, I think probably Robertson because, yeah, Trent is probably going to be more likely to share his minutes still. Uh, but I do think, like, Robertson will be like 7 million next year and Trent will be 6, 6.5. Yeah, and they'll be worth it in yeah, terms of crazy, what they'll bring to it. Uh, either way, as I said, that's just a little sidebar. I'm intrigued. I'm already excited about yeah. the questions this season is kind of bringing to us for next year. Um, but, yeah, no, I think uh, that's the main point. I think Liverpool versus Huddersfield, that's where everyone's going to lay, Got to lay into them this week. You that's, got it, you got it. That's the game to, yeah. to back. And even, like, we talk about looking for differentials and stuff, you don't want to be avoiding Liverpool <laughs> just because you're looking for differentials. No, 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 no. It's like there could be your differentials in Liverpool. Maybe fucking uh, Firmino. I think he's, and I know he's not a differential differential, but he is worth a shout. Like everyone talks, everyone has a Liverpool defender. Everyone has a Salah or a Mane. And most people do. Do you know what I mean? So I think Firmino is still. He's someone I looked he's at. He's puntable. Yeah, one of the things I looked at was just going like straight swap from Vardy to um, Firmino. Firmino. Yeah. Um, so. I think uh, I've got 0.7 in the bank. I could do that. That would leave me about 0.4. And I could possibly then upgrade Duffy or Bali to Matip. So Is that a bit risky? Because then Matip could be rested. Lovren's back now. But I, you got to think he's going to keep this spiny team. Why yeah. would he change too much? You know, he wants... Matip's had an excellent season. So, yeah. I don't know. I could go for triangle for double Liverpool. But then I'll probably get Matip. He'll probably be dropped. Yeah. Difficult, so. And the thing with Liverpool is, and it's I know we're all we're talking about the Huddersfield match, and it's fucking worth talking about. But it's not like they have tough fixtures coming after it. They also have an away match against Newcastle and a home match against Wolves. Neither team have anything to play for. Um, like don't get me wrong, I think Rafa is going to be out to make a statement against his former club, and I think Wolves have proven that they don't lay down for big Top teams. Six teams. Yeah, no. exactly. Definitely. So I'm not sure. expecting like easy matches, but they're not they're not playing fucking top six teams. I just think uh, the season plays out with Liverpool and Man City winning all three of their remaining fixtures and Yeah. Man That's City the big winning. Thing. That's what I think is going to happen. I mean, I don't see where City are going to slip up. I think Leicester is the biggest chance for them to slip up, even though that's a home game because Leicester that's our team that like mm. playing on the counter-attack and They've already beaten Man City this season, I believe. I'm not gonna die on that hill. But yeah. You can. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think when they lost to Crystal Palace, they lost to Leicester then the following week or the week before. Or something Either like that. way, both teams have, as you said, like very. Like I can see both teams winning all three fixtures. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I three mean, from each is the way I would try and go for those if you could. But I mean, I may end up just going for two Liverpool because I don't think I can. The the only way I can get in three this week. Yeah, is to do the two moves get Firmino in, but I much would ra- I would much rather have Mane over Firmino or Salah over Firmino, and I don't think I want to sell. I don't think I want to sell Vardy. I mean, I could sell Aguero, but a way to Burnley would seem pretty risky considering that they're out of the Champions League. 
Yeah. No, I'm with you. I think Aguero is guaranteed uh, <laughs> minutes in all his matches from the get-go. He's I a think. season keeper. He's right. a season keeper. Um, and speaking of keepers, I already brought up fucking Leno. Uh, and that brings me right back to Arsenal, who I would argue had probably the most disappointing double game week. Losing to both Crystal Palace and Wolves. Definitely. Yeah. How do you feel about their upcoming fixtures? The likes of Leicester, Brighton, Burnley. Not bad on paper, but considering they just lost to Crystal Palace and Wolves, are you just like, fuck them? They're going to lose to Leicester this weekend. I said I, I said it straight off the bat. I was looking at getting in Arsenal assets yeah. two, three weeks ago, but I was like, yeah, you know what? This away thing is a bit, you know, it's a bit overstated. and They're playing well. They played well against Napoli and stuff like that. But then, I don't know, they've just been... Sp- so so poor like they barely beat Watford away from home at that time when they're playing against 10 men you can't be confident in these players as I said Lacazette was my planned uh, transfer but I just couldn't be confident he'd play both games Mm -hmm. and I thought you know what Vardy's just got as much of a good much of a chance as Lacazette so I just stuck with him Um, Lacazette was the only one I'd be thinking about because Kolasinac was dropped again tonight yeah didn't play came on at the 66 minutes I was looking at Leno in fact Leno and Ryan were my two going to be my two nailed on keepers like a week or two before I was planning my wildcats my goalkeepers that I have currently but again their Arsenal's terrible form and they're just obviously focusing on the Champions League or the Europa League see that's the thing I knew that when I picked Leno (laughs) but I was like I'm going to have to bet I'm wrong here and then Arsenal like fucking do some shit ton fucking great shit that's kind of what I was going with they'll lose to Leicester this weekend I fully believe you they'll beat Brighton and God knows what happened against Burnley I wouldn't even be guaranteed to beat Brighton I mean Brighton are playing for their goddamn lives if they lose this weekend what are Arsenal going to do Arsenal are going to lose four league games in a row they'll win their at home game against Brighton well you're drunk so I won't listen to a word you say (laughs) but um, there are other teams this week um, and one of them is our team and they're playing Chelsea and that's another big match for Manchester United Um, it also takes two I wouldn't even say two big teams but the likes of your Hazards your Rashfords your Pogba's there's there's heavily owned players involved in that match this week especially the likes of Man United assets with the Rashfords and the Pogba's coming off of a double game week not in my team no not no, heavily on team, team in my team I'm no. trying to be a bit more general and a I thought you selfish. I thought you were going to go for Rashford this week I thought you had Rashford in your team that was one of your players you were looking at wasn't it it was yeah that was my I had the exact money for Rashford and you told you said no you said I think you know they're going to struggle to be you know to get any points and you made me think long and hard about it and at the end of the day like I went with what I thought would be the biggest punt which was Lorente. I thought, like, I genuinely thought, you know, he could do the business against Brighton. And uh, I was fool. Mm. I was a fool. Well, Shamus. Rashford did nothing anyway, so what did Rashford get? Four points? Yeah, they both got, yeah. like, three and four, you know. I mean. And like, I, I wouldn't feel confident in United for the rest of but the last two games of the season, okay, 37 38, fair enough. Don't really expect much against Chelsea here. Um, I can see a turgid affair. Turgid. Like a one all draw. Like it's a gone off dishwasher tablet from Little. Yeah. Turgid. I was gonna say Aldi, but yeah. <laughs> uh it's <laughs> it's not a it's not something that's inspiring a lot of confidence at United Chelsea game. They've lost three out of the last four Premier League games. I think did I hear it's like they've lost six out of the last seven games or five out of the last six games. It, it's the wheels have well and truly come off the bus now. Um if you're listening to that, it's my pineapple juice. Yeah, it sounds like you're peeing. 
I'm not. Yeah, it's pineapple juice, folks. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the sound you hear in a minute would be the vodka being added to it, I'm that, sure. How dare you, sir? Yeah, so, yeah, just, I mean, I'm not going to back any United assets here. I will look again in 37, depending on how they perform against Chelsea. There's no one I'm, la- I'm, I'm laying it. If I had Rashford, I'd keep him. If I had Pogba, I'd probably keep him. It's hard to not look at Huddersfield and Cardiff's last two games. Like, if, oh, that's yeah. what's so, so sickening about United's kind of downturn of form uh, post Ole era is that, like, imagine them maintaining the form they had and coming into Huddersfield Cardiff. You'd be in your pants yeah I think the final home game against Cardiff is a bit more appealing than away to Huddersfield I think away to Huddersfield obviously appeals Cardiff but could be well and truly like they could be gone by yeah, yeah but you know the way game week 38 is um, just one of those Wild game weeks game. where anything can happen that's mm-hmm. what I'm kind of half thinking I'll just keep my triple captainship for that I um, did it last season I would advise against it you would? <laughs> yeah, yeah I did it I did triple captain game week 38 uh, maybe it wasn't last season maybe it was the season before yeah because uh, again I just it's one of those chips where I'm like I'm not desperate to use it you know the triple captain chip is just one of those lucky chips okay you need to plan and do a lot for the bench boosts and stuff like that yeah um, and the free hit cards. you want to use a free hit when you need to use it but yeah you need to use a kind of you want to use your bench boost in conjunction with a wild card do basically. you think next season you might be more willing to play your triple captain early like not earlier but like earlier in this season no but a part of me con- is considering you know maybe going down the route of playing my bench boost in game week one bench boost yeah ooh Jesus because he, he's kind of like a, after a wild card mm. basically so it could be something I'm almost of. the least confident going into game week one though that's the thing yeah. <laughs> that's the thing <laughs> I like, nailed it this I season I want 15 players playing if I, I did know. my bench boost this uh if I did my bench boost this season, I would have had an extra twenty points, and I think that's generally what you get off. But you boost. and you also already had a triple digit haul this season. Yeah, one. yeah, but I had like one Basak on the bench with like twelve points oh, or something. You know? So I could have made twenty points off my bench. Anyway, that's just it's something to consider. But no, I think I the, like be- the 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 bench boost is best saved for the double game weeks. If you nail it, like I have this week, you get the hundred and plus points and makes a big difference a 12k rise to my rank when I was already at 30k is, is a big jump you know yeah it is and look we're, we're focusing on the the happiness a little bit I want to focus on some more negatives before we wrap all this shit up and another negative for me this week and I'd say for you and a lot of FPL managers out there and we've touched them on <coughs> touched on them already Southampton um, I had my Valerie disappointment this week he was one of the reasons I took a hit because mm. I was thinking I actually can't even guarantee he's going to play minutes and he didn't. Well, I think what happened with him is he got was, sick. Yeah, he was actually got over that uh, injury. That he did, yeah. Whatever. And, he got, he and got then he got Ill, yeah. a man flu or something for the week. So he only I came don't know why you stuff. have to bring masculinity into it, Shannon. I don't know if he identifies as a footballer but or as a man. Yeah. No, <laughs> that's not fair. Well, he's Trading already called Tinder, Valerie. So. He's already called calling himself Valerie. So. I think that was after Amy Winehouse. Yeah. yeah. But, no, but uh, yeah, Southampton assets this week did not pay back the way we thought they would. I mean, if you had Red Redmond and Ward Prowse were highly touted, you have both. That's not, why I took a, yeah. I took a hit for Redmond this week. And again, double game week, not just like it was like, look, he's going to get four. Cameras is only going to get two. So yeah. in my head, my hits. It's a minus four. You have a double and chance, I, and they had good fixtures. They did really good, and Redmond was so fucking unfortunate not to come away with some attacking returns. This week. He was originally awarded the assist for their goal against Newcastle in the FPL. Yeah, oh, uh, really? no, no, on live score. Okay. Um, I saw it. I was like, 
god damn it Redmond got um, yeah. got the assist then it was changed to Armstrong mm. uh, so yeah happy enough with that yeah and uh, I mean you will be but again I like neither of my decisions this week my kind of minus four decisions I look back at and go fuck shouldn't have done it I mean obviously I shouldn't have done it <laughs> like in terms of like Lorente to Barnes alone hmm. of course I shouldn't have done that but that's hindsight. I don't think that's a bad one. I mean, Barnes no. was playing Chelsea. I missed something. And hindsight, it's a bad one. But, mm. like, I would make that decision again. And Redmond yeah. was one of my, like, again, I know Seamus hasn't got him because he didn't want to make a transfer this week. And I have war. He has war price. I have war price. I want that little bit more Southampton. I think they're going to do a bit. Had you considered, like, some, like, Delafay or did you have the money in the bank for Delafay? No, I did. I just didn't put my. I just didn't want to put my money. Oh, yeah, I had the money in the bank for Delafay. I still have 1.3, you know, in the bank. Um,. No, it was. Uh, I just didn't fancy Watford. Yeah, I fancied him. I went for uh, Decore. Yeah. Uh, over Delafeu, De, uh, I think Decore was five point nine. Delafeu was five point seven. But Delafeu had that injury flag on him, and he wasn't guaranteed to play. Now he scored two goals in his first game and ended up getting something like seventeen points or in the game week. So that was kind of a bad. That was a bad decision for me. It's not a bad decision though. It was I a think, wrong decision. I think Dukure. When I saw you pick Dukure, I went, "That's such a shameless pick." Because I, he was guaranteed to play both games. Because he's guaranteed to play, and you always seem to pick your defensive to center mid. You know, kind of like scrappy midfielders. And <laughs> I do. They all, I do. Yeah, actually, they yeah. do, and they always seem to pay Barry off. Barry Ferguson. I saw Dukure, yeah, Barry Ferguson all the way. And I saw Dukure. I went, "Ah, oh, typical." And then he scored. He got an assist, I think, in yeah. the first thing. I was like, oh, "Are you fucking kidding?" The me? annoying thing with him was he got booked in both games, so he only got six points. I was eight. just happy that Huddersfield took Watford's clean sheet away, like right at the end of the game. We come on, I went fuck that you. That cost and me five points. Yeah, I was like, fuck I think Mariapa may have been on for bonus possibly as well. I could be wrong with that. That like I was so happy because I was like, you know, I think. Uh, Spurs had just scored against Brighton so I went oh, that's my goddamn clean sheet over Seamus gone because I treated you too and then uh, whatever Watford lost their clean sheet not long after I went fair enough that yeah was that, was, uh, that was an annoying one um, but you know what Watford had the best fixtures of the double game week and yeah if you got the right players in it would have worked out okay just turns out not in defence um, Gray frustratingly got a late late goal um, was that tonight uh, no that was yet yeah, last night yeah uh, so, and, and 11 get, points yeah he got the tree bonus for that as well so it looked like those who had punted on him were shit out of luck but he came good at the last minute so that fair play I- that irritates me I wouldn't say fair play yeah it irritates me as well yeah. um, <laughs> the play- like, no that was like Gray was uh, he was a long shot and he I got lucky he scraped by I didn't know? even see his goal last night so I'm not sure how deserved it was it's not even I just mean like FPL wise he was a long shot I mean we all knew Dini was out but a part of me feels like anyone going for Gray would have been the ones that had Dini <laughs> you know already yeah. Yeah. and I was like okay now we're going Gray and he just he scrapes it but I think that I'm just a bit bitter you know I mean I think the Redmond not delivering this week was uh, that was a killer blow just specifically that I'm going to blame that my whole season on Redmond right I was now. very disappointed with Ward Prowse and disappointed with Yoshida who got me three points as I said he could have had he had chances to get a, an assist yeah. he very nearly set up a goal there in the first game week if there was game. you know shoulda wouldas I think Yoshida over the last couple of game weeks would be you know well and truly a 
head and shoulders above the rest in terms of like when you look at the goal that he had rolled offside a couple of weeks ago and the other one you know yeah I mean, he's he's kind of getting up there he got the assist for me in game week 34 yeah things no. like that um yeah i'm happy i went with him over bednarak or valerie but it's like it's like call you know i just kind of looked into it a bit more and i saw his attacking threat was actually quite good compared to the other guys valerie for even though he's got two goals isn't Look, really getting that far, far forward. Southampton didn't deliver this uh, double game week, uh, at least not for what I bet on them. With the likes of like, because I mean, I essentially doubled up or tripled up, you know, with Valerie Ward Prowse and Redmond. I was like, okay, I'm going for Southampton here. Seamus has two Southampton, but he's also going with Watford. Um, I think it's going to be interesting looking at the rest of the season. I mean, Southampton still have, you know, everything to play for, and they're at home against Bournemouth. I think now, they're pretty much safe, though. No, are they? Well, I don't know. I I gotta, mean, I'm going to check this right you now. You can check it, but what we do know, and we might know how safe they are there, but what we do know is how poor Bournemouth are away from home. Yeah, and, and their other home game against Huddersfield in game week 38. Exactly. That could be it. That could be a paddling. That could be a paddling. I could can, I can, I can easily envision Southampton winning like something crazy like 5-0 in that game, because that's the sort of result that happens in game week 38. I'll tell you right now, Seamus, if we look ahead to game week 36, and I am struggling to pick a team in terms of my options are too good and that's not something I like I will show you on paper right now where I stand and you can look at my bench that's my fucking bench right yeah I, <laughs> my my bench that's why I was saying um, if you uh, triple captain in game week 35 wasn't a bad option if you because my bench is really strong for this game yeah. week as well so that you have teams out there and I'm like we're being a bit ignorant right now we're t- looking at a team in front of us but you've got there is such a nice bunch of fixtures out there you have fixtures like Wolves against Watford uh, Spurs against West Ham Southampton against Bournemouth Newcastle Brighton Liverpool Huddersfield yeah. these are all matches and I'm not even talking about like Brighton Newcastle Brighton playing for their fucking lives at the moment they're three points above the relegation zone so like you've got teams out there who are fighting for everything. This week could be one of those sleeper weeks that you don't expect to sneak up, sneak up on you, and fucking blows us all away. Yeah, I think that's a good shout because I think Brighton against Newcastle is a game Brighton really need to they win. Have to win. They can't. Because their last two games are there. Arsenal and yeah. City. So I think if they win this week or at least if they get a point and hope Cardiff okay. drop against draw points against Fulham which they could do like we talked before the pod we started recording and uh, Fulham they're, they've won two matches in a row now two clean sheets and uh, again two of their last three games are at home and yeah and they're playing Cardiff who are going to go for it so Fulham know what to expect against Cardiff in terms yeah. of like we have a team that need to come at us they can play around that yeah know? I think Newcastle uh, a home game against Newcastle for Brighton it's going to be a nervy one for them uh, if they approach it the way they approach the games this week because they look like colossals colossuses colossals colossi they look colossal against Spurs um, they just weren't letting anything get go near them they got very lucky against Wolves Wolves had some great chances to score uh, but they got the clean sheet there they weren't so lucky against Spurs and I think Newcastle they could there's a good chance of a clean sheet there but I wouldn't really I can't really back them too much they don't keep that many clean sheets no, my I'm bench, actually going to be doubling up on uh, Brighton yeah my bench is or my team is very similar to yours um, in fact you know I'm going for Southampton defender uh, Brighton defender and Liverpool defenders which is the same back three as you um, now obviously different keepers um, 
But then again, but even yeah. our midfield, we've both got Ward Prowse, we've both got Ericsson, we've both got Sterling. You've yeah. got Son, I've got Salah. Yeah, you know that e- could all change. Ericsson could go to Salah. Ericsson, one of the Ericsson or Son has to go, or maybe I guess Sterling as well. But I'm keeping Sterling. Um, Ericsson so. will probably go to a Liverpool midfielder, whether that's Salah or Mane, we could do it. I could, like a part of me has thought, I could just get rid of Vardy and Ericsson for Salah and one of these guys and just kind of you know one of what guys uh, like one of the guys I mentioned earlier like Lorente yeah. or uh, who did I say Dominic Calvert-Lewin or Ings was the other one I was kind of looking at because I like the Southampton's fixtures you've been going with Ings though come on surely you have to drop that now no I probably won't if someone won't, gets I, him in because of you Seamus I won't forgive you you know well, that sir you will if he bangs in loads of goals which he clearly won't but uh, part of me is thinking I could just do like if I wanted to close out this season on our mini league I would just get rid of Ericsson get in Salah get rid of Vardy get in Lorente and that would close out this season you wouldn't make any ground of me this week but you don't even have a clue what I've got planned James. Well, you only can make one transfer can I? I can well, you can take hits yeah, exactly. but I wouldn't condone the hits this late in the hits? season because hits are pay off over several weeks and yeah. we're running out of game weeks. have you ever heard of the greatest hits? I have well, I'm not because gonna... every major rock band of our times and times before us have released greatest hits Seamus yeah. and maybe it's time for mine do you know that? <laughs> do you know that you get uh, you get ta- talky and chatty when you get nervous? And I think me just uh, saying that I could just close out the season by doing that has made you small bit nervous. I think I get talky and chatty when I'm drunk <laughs> and, and doing a podcast. I didn't listen to you when you said you were closing out the season. No, you could, and it'll be interesting. I'm like as I said, I've got my own personal dilemma, as I'm sure everyone listening to this does. Uh, we all have little things we need to focus on. It can be. Going from four to fifth and uh, or fifth to fourth and shutting that little smart mouth up in front of you. you know what I mean, <laughs> no, I mean I probably go with Mane. Um, will you? But Trip I mean that's I mean that that's a different. That's my next question. I mean we're talking how so good this Huddersfield game is. Triple captain. Are you playing it? Are you thinking you're going to play it this week? I don't know, Seamus. I mean, like I haven't known for quite some time. Uh, you're smiling away, but you know you're known. You just don't admit. No, to I honestly like it. that was no. You're like last it, week was the week I thought I was going to do it. Now I'm going. It's too obvious this week. That's, it does that's feel on, too yeah, obvious. Yeah, exactly. That's it my does thing. Feel too it obvious. It feels too on the nose. I'm like, and you know me. I'm a lot of things, but on the nose isn't one of them. And I uh, feel like if I, ca- if I uh, got in Mane, I would definitely captain him. I feel like if I put the triple captain on him, he'd be benched. That's the thing. See, that's the thing. I don't think I could handle it. You know, it's like. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that triple captain chip is just one of those potluck chips. It's not. It's not like a bench boost where you know you're going to get an extra 10, 10 to twenty points off it. It's one that you could literally get double two, or you could get. I wouldn't say it's potluck. It's definitely. Yeah, I mean, what isn't luck in FPL? That's so. At the end of the day, I think that's what we're going to come down to at the end of the season. It's like like when you're listening to a podcast and if you're here right now you've listened to 50 fucking minutes of us spouting on about FPL and that means you're pretty invested so you should know that luck is nearly everything and there's I'm looking at Twitter FPL or whatever FPL fucking Twitter and uh, and it's like oh um, I just realised that this season is more about luck than last season and I'm going would you shut the fuck up you you're an absolute idiot if this is what you think like just delete your life because like i don't want to hear that oh i've just realized this season is more about luck no one specifically i'm just hearing all these bitter bastards coming out against Uh, it as i go on like 
FPL is FPL is a good fifty-one percent luck. Exactly. It's like poker. It you can make all the right moves, and you, still and lose, you just don't get man. the late run of the cards. Yeah. You know, the cards come out, and like you know, yeah. It's a game that is. It's it's. We talk about glass ceilings in terms of captains and and um, whatnot. Your glass ceiling in terms of an FPL manager, that's not a hundred percent, man. No. Do you know what I mean? And the best FPL manager world will admit that, and if he doesn't, he's a fucking snake oil salesman. Well, you'll see a lot of guys that are up there high up the rankings at the moment who are having their best ever seasons yeah because they're you know? the ones talking about it yeah but I mean <laughs> exactly but they're going, there's guys up there who's like you know previous best ever season might be like 20, 30, yeah, 50 thousand and they're now 730k or 730 in the world you know like yeah, it doesn't make them an expert I, I finished I finished no. in the top 400 four seasons three seasons ago yeah and that doesn't make me an expert to be honest with generally you, four seasons ago seems like it didn't matter to me as much as if you finished in the top 400 this season mm. I'd be like oh my god you yeah. know and I'm looking back at it now and going like yeah I said it to you tonight I was going uh, this isn't even your best season you're having a fucking amazing season and it's like this isn't even your best season last season I finished 75k the season before 35k the Wouldn't season good. before that top 400 yeah but like my second best season is the one I'm trying I'm never going to get back up into the top 500 again well, see, I, I, I just disagree. don't think it's going to happen so my goal is to tr- yeah my goal is to try and get to my next best score which was uh, top five thousand I got like four thousand five hundred one season so that's that's where I'm, and that was like eight years ago or something like that so that's where I want to try and get back into I'm never it's too late now but if I can get into the top ten k or around ten k by the end of the season I'll be happy yeah exactly and anyone else out there it's like no that's exactly what we've all got our own little shitty goals that's what FBL I'm sorry Seamus you know it's like it's a shitty ass goal it's like there you go finish top 10k like you've done multiple times Uh, but everyone has their own little fucking uh, you know records that they want to beat and it should be the same every season it's like I didn't do this last year I want to do it this year and you know it's as you said it's it's a lot of this shit is luck Um, and that's what I love about it is because that shit creates you know drama which it shouldn't exist but you know, yeah, so talking about one wanting to get into the top 10k, there's a couple of things you're going to have to think about. And one of them is this week's hot shots and puck follows. Yeah, I mean, it's all going to down to like who you're going to captain and what differential is going to take. So, the captain choices are your kind of your hot shots. We've kind of spoken about them already, to be honest, at length, because we can't really look past that Liverpool game, can we? No, we can't. And Although Man City have a nice game against Burnley, so. There is, and we'll see how that affected our decisions this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, last week, I believe I absolutely nailed you to the cross, just like the Lord that arose from his tomb uh, on Sunday. Oh, so you're mm-hmm. making a kind of Easter team. Like Easter team. Yeah. I feel like I should have done this before now, but um, that's how you should have started the podcast. That is a horses, 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 horses. I did. I beat you. And uh, we both I'm did not, shit though. We did, and I'm I'm gonna get it. I I I know what happened. We both fucking lost uh, last week. We both picked four fucking players. Uh, they were both playing. They were all playing two matches each. We got an assist apiece. Yeah. And I scraped by on the fact that my players were midfielders with clean sheet points. So I would have picked uh, Sterling and Son. Yeah, thirteen points. Thirteen points. You picked Jimmy Nezzy and Aguero 11 points Jimenez and Aguero yeah 11 points so yeah Aguero got an assist Sterling got an assist Sterling gets a clean sheet, bon- a clean sheet point Son gets a clean sheet bonus point mm. uh, point over his two so yeah you beat me on that which continues the team of the season it does and I but really wish it meant something over four games 
to get 11 points and 13 points the poor, two the, poor picks yeah the two the picks were absolutely abysmal and, and if anyone listened to them I'm really sorry the week before we never mentioned last week's podcast actually you beat me on that as well we couldn't we didn't have the results last week you mean you didn't have the results yeah I didn't have the yeah. my, my notepad I, I in game week 34 results. I picked Duffy for his double and Vardy and you had Rashford who got two and Ericsson who got an assist and got six against Huddersfield that week so but I did also beat you in the puck files that yeah, week we mentioned that last week no though. did we, did yeah. we you well know. you didn't beat me this week though I didn't uh, Decore your fucking man in shining armour uh, yeah six got an assist. points yeah. that would have been eight if he didn't bother his arse getting booked those two times but anyway maybe that's why he thought it was such a shameless pick when I saw your <laughs> team I went to have classic yeah. Well, I just uh, he outscored um, all the other West Ham or sorry Watford midfielders in the last double game week. Uh, he outscored. He's uh, just Delefeu, a classic. He's just one of those game. goddamn fucking midfielders who's all season has been popping up with uh, an assist here, a goal there, a double figure. He hole. could have had two assists in the the game. He got the yeah. first assist, so his assist was his shot was saved, and then Delafeu knocked in the rebound. Uh, so he could have had a goal. Um, but the first I actually thought he got the assist for Delafeu's first goal because uh, I think he was running with the ball when he was tackled the ball broke to Delafeu and he scored so if he just kind of released the pass that could have been an assist but um, no that unlucky Seamus yeah yeah I didn't see tonight's uh, last night's game so I can't comment on that but you can comment on this week and you get to pick first yeah so your hot shots this week with a Liverpool against Huddersfield match in mind we've decided we're going to ignore that fixture and just leave it out it's too easy what are your hot shots James? oh did we? because I we? have I have two uh, <laughs> I have two guys written down here I'm joking in fact I've gone double yeah I've gone we've double. both so gone fucking double it was a case of okay yeah I, I had first pick so um, I had a choice really between any Liverpool player I wanted in that Huddersfield game, Huddersfield game. seeing as I'm probably going to get Mane in I've selected Mane as my first pick uh, my first choice completely understandable and to counter that I've obviously gone with Salah and no brainer no brainer and I believe your next pick now this ladies and gents was a contentious decision because we decided that as of this moment next season as of next season well this moment is now and as this of this moment, we've decided... Hour, this happened an hour ago. So, yeah. you know, as of this moment, we've decided that uh, it'll no longer be allowed. But we couldn't uh, exempt this game week from it, considering that's what we both, both aimed for. So, um... Couldn't exempt what? You never said what? I know, I know. I don't know how to break it. can't pick two teams, for, uh, two players from the same... Uh, two hot shots from the same team. You say, you, you say it so harshly. Yeah. I didn't know how to say it, man. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I've gone for a second Liverpool player, basically, this week. And we've decided going forward that won't be allowed. You that won't be two, allowed. Because yeah. Seamus broke the rules, basically. Yeah. And then you followed suit? Well, I had to. I'd never be allowed to do it again. My next... I had no choice. So my second <laughs> hot shot was Van Dijk, because I just think that's a nailed-on clean sheet. And Van Dijk's an attacking threat, as well as that. But um, I feel more confident Van Dijk will return than Firmino. Fair enough, and that's a subtle dig at my next pick, which is Firminia. Mm-hmm. And uh, you yeah, know, I don't think uh, Van Dyke is more com- you know more likely to return against Huddersfield. I think Firmino is going to score one of the eight to nine goals Liverpool put past Huddersfield. Well, I see that. I see it being that Liverpool get two three goal lead, and then they ease off on the gas. 
and conserve themselves for Barcelona. I see it as nil nil until the 68th minute, and Liverpool put everything on the pitch and score seven to eight goals. They haven't. There's there's no precedent for it. Liverpool have just sat this back will their, be the precedent. They've sat back under one or two nil leads all season. It's Man City who keep pressing for more and more goals. So I just see it. Uh, I just hoping that Mane gets the the early goals. Have you than, even been watching the Premier League? Yes. I don't think you have, mm. sir. Well, that's what I think. Yeah. I think anyway. I think Van Dijk has got a better chances of a clean sheet than Firmino of a goal, only slightly. Like this is really small margins. Mm. And as we said, it shouldn't be allowed, but we did. We picked. We all. We picked four fucking players going forward from one fixture. It's a bit embarrassing. But from one team in one. From fixture. one team in one fixture. That's how much we're putting our fucking flag behind this team. And, uh, and this fixture and that tells you all you need to know but that's why triple captaincy is a very real option for this week unless we're wrong and in which case we will probably delete the podcast yeah we can take that shit down we can take it down you can't stop us no one can um, but we will leave it there and no, we gotta do our uh, oh, puck fadas we do mother mother puck fada uh-huh. alright okay puck fadas you had first pick I did, and uh, I think I went with a one that kind of pissed you off a little bit because you've been looking at it. And you I, stole my pick. I didn't steal your pick. We didn't even talk about it. Uh, I just happened to be. Oh, you didn't know you were stealing my pick, but you stole my pick. Uh, well, fine. Um, <laughs> I picked Babel. I picked Ryan Babel from Fulham. I'm going to continue on there. Nice uh, run of form. Nice run of form. Two, two decent matches. It's the best run of form they've probably had all season. Fair <laughs> enough. But uh, they've got a lovely fixture against Cardiff. Cardiff have to come at them with everything that that Welsh little side has got. And I think Fulham will be able to pick them apart. And I think Babel should be instrumental in that. So he's my pick yeah, this week. I like uh, I like Babel. He is actually somebody, as I said, I have to downgrade one of my, my fifth midfielder, our fourth midfielder. And he could come in for that if I don't go for Delafield why don't you downgrade Jimenez because I like Quainer. I like Wolves next two games are you sure yeah what but for, I just like I just Fulham? like Jimenez Jimenez isn't going to blank three games in a row I tried and uh, yeah I or four games or did he blank in 34 it doesn't matter anyway uh, I went with uh, I was going with uh, Calvert-Loon but I changed my mind at the last minute to JWP James yeah. Ward-Prowse you're not stung by him Last uh, double game week that to I was, but I just see Southampton putting a couple past Bournemouth, um, South Co- South Coast Derby. Um, if that's a real thing, I don't know if it is or not. Uh, Southampton Bournemouth are rivals, I guess. And yeah, Bournemouth are muck away from home, and Southampton have been quite good. They're picking up since Hasenhutl's come in. An average of one point five points per game. Actually, you speak so, of average of one point five points per game. Now that I think since Aston Hoodle has come in, we've mentioned him one hundred percent of the podcast. Have we? Yeah, yeah. I, I believe it because it's yeah. a nice. I like it's just saying his name. Aston Hoodle. Hoodle. We know how to say it. Yes. Um. Yeah. No. Oh, and uh, I want to give a shout out here to uh, one of the lads here who's just gone top. In Ireland, in FPL, I think he deserves it. We're an Irish uh, podcast, and we need to look towards our brethren. Irish brethren, yeah. Uh, And so, fair play to uh, Keen Cronin, who's uh, whose team Keen Cronies picked up 112 points this week, and looks they've gone top. I was chatting to him uh, on Twitter there beforehand, and didn't realize he. I was stalking him. I didn't realize he's 162 points ahead of me, and I'm in like 18k. I was like. 
God damn it, he's like fifty second in the world. He's in the top. I ah, know he's in the top hundred anyway. Um, I don't know what he's like, but yeah, he's fucking kicking ass. And uh, yeah, uh, if you want to follow him, he's FPL Uncorked. Oh, what's this? FPL what? FPL Uncorked. I'm only giving a shout out because I know he was uh, he listens to the pod on occasion. So well, Keen, best from luck me to him. Go and win the whole thing. He's got a terrible team name. Keen Cronies. Keen's Cronies. Don't like it. It's too illiterate. Too liter. Uh, okay. Illiterative is the word I was looking for. Alliteration, I guess. Okay. Yeah, I anyway, like well, Keen, I've no, I don't mind your team. Seamus, you look so angry at me that I've said that right now. No, I'm just kind of, I'm kind You're of confused. Shocked. It's, it's, it's after twelve. It's I'm getting late. tired. I think I'm like my brain is starting to shut down a bit. I feel like keeping you up at least another hour. No. Do you think that's possible? Mm, I will go home and I will refresh the shit out of FPL before I go to bed fair enough fair enough and with that lads as you're all refreshing the shit out of FPL uh, you can reach us on FPL Hangover on Twitter if you want to shout out to us and you can also get us on the FPL Hangover at gmail.com uh, Keen, I'm so sorry Seamus is he's actually giving me extreme evil eye right now I didn't mean it to go out that way I've had too much to drink um, take my my, my sincerest apologies <laughs> Stop squeezing my hand, Seamus. Uh, Stop winking. I w- never. Um, either way, you know how to reach us, lads. Seamus, wish everyone a happy Game Week 36. Cheers, guys. Have a great Game Week 36, and may your arrows be green. And God bless.